Annyeong, and welcome to Hallie Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, PD Ray. This is episode 55, PD's South by Southwest Hype. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos. Welcome to another fun episode of How You Juku. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. He with me is my friend, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing yourself over there, Petey Rave? I'm doing good. Uh, I've got a couple of the headlines that I'm excited about uh, later on in the show, uh, but we will mm-hmm. get to that later. Uh, but first of all, we're going to talk, we're going to check in with each other. What's new with us, uh, music and otherwise, uh, Kaz, what's new with you this week? What, what's caught your attention this week? I will say what's new with me this week is I've been sitting in front of this computer a lot as Petey will know, cause I'm working on some stuff for, for Hollyjuku, um, to bring a new visual element in the new year, uh, for us. So I've been sitting around listening to a lot of music and, and waiting for videos to drop really. Um, and one of those that, that I was excited about because I've been watching, uh, No Mercy and this person is, uh, kind of a small part. Uh, ish of that show is a uh, mad clown um and this is his his song it's a song called fire. fire yeah fire the song is called fire featuring i'm gonna ruin her name jinsul uh, of mad soul children um she has a really really nice voice like really amazing and I'm I'm never the biggest fan of Mad Clown's rap style, but I, I really did like this song a lot, and the video was really fun too. Yeah, so that's with, always uh, fun. Yeah, with Hani of EXID, kind of a, a making it only a visual only appearance, because uh, you know you gotta hop on that EXID train. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and they already recorded the song, so I was like, uh, be in the video. <laughs> Can you, you be in the video and I'll, and I'll like be your boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a really cool song. Yeah, I, I, I liked how, uh, how it worked out, the, the song and, and it sounded cool. And the, 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 uh, Jinsil's, uh, voice is really cool. She has that kind of like soulful side, you know, that soulful style, uh, that, that, you know, I, I really dug it. Yeah. I, I, I dug it a lot too. And then it was one of those things where I was kind of like, Ooh, mad clown. I'm not always the fan of his, his, uh, the way he vocalizes and does things, but holy shit, it works really well here. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Uh, yeah. It's a really cool song. Uh, but yeah. Yep. Uh, what else do you got? I got another rap song, uh, continuing, uh, year of the rapper. <laughs> You're the rapper too. The anniversary edition. Um, no, this one is uh, Molly D, which uh, Molly D is somebody you brought to my attention a while ago. Because um, we were just thinking about it, and I realized I don't think it was this song, but it, I think it was another Molly D song. Um, but uh, but this is a very like kind of the real strict rap style, the kind of harder but not gangster rap style that has uh, been making a lot of hayway in Korea lately. Like, I'm not going to say it's new, because it's not new, but it's been making a a rise 
Yeah. Um, a rice chicken. And he does it really well. <laughs> yes. It's been making that a rice chicken. Um, but he does yeah. it really well. Like, like I loved his flow in this song. Yeah. It's a song called Bullshit. Uh, Kessidy. Uh, uh, featuring DeFi. <laughs> Molly D and DeFi. I imagine with the, the similar naming schemes, they're probably in the same group, but, uh, yeah. This is, uh, this is a really cool song. It's that kind of like just in your face style, but it's, 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 it's not, it's not, it's hard, but it doesn't have a lot of like fashion trappings that try hard stuff has. Like, I think the defining factor of like, uh, of try, really truly try hard stuff is when it looks like they're all in costume. <laughs> they're all in gangster yeah. costumes. And these guys just rock aggressively. <laughs> and, you know, they're, they're, they're dressed in like, uh, casual, you know, street clothes. Uh, nothing particularly, you know, uh, out there. It's just, but it, it works well. And it, it, they just have that, they have a really good aggressiveness and intensity, which works well for them. Yeah. I like that. That's kind of the same exact thing that I liked about it a lot. Like it, it has this intensity and, and fun aggressiveness that isn't, try hard as my uh next pick has been known to do <laughs> uh um yes. now, this is less of a premiere and um this is an intro performance trailer i'm not exactly sure for what because i found it before we started recording so uh i'll let you know when i do know what it's, it's for, for um I think it was for one, I'm gonna say, I see the word Gaio, and I'm thinking it's one, from one of them, uh, year-end performances that none of us, oh, yeah, most likely. Of us watch. <laughs> probably, probably the video that plays before they come out and start performing. Yeah. yeah. But, I thought this was a really good, half of it was a really good dance performance by BTS showing off some fucking skill. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it was a really cool song choice, and and yeah, the performance. Uh, it really like stands up well, and like has a really cool style to it. And but then the Limp Biscuit starts, <laughs> and then it all goes downhill from there. Just, just yeah. really, I had to meet. Okay, it for that. so they they use anybody who's seen this because I know a lot of people have watched this already. You can look at the numbers right there on the video. Uh-huh. They use a Limp Biscuit song. Now, generally, most people don't like Limp Biscuit. I will, I will say that. I will say they picked one of the maybe better Limp Biscuit songs that there is to pick. Um, but it also does seem very just out of place with what came before it yeah. in this performance. Yeah. It was <laughs> um, really up cool, to it, like where, the pop track where, that came before it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I still, I still thought it was fun. I still thought it was a good show of skill from the boys over at BTS, and they've been slowly but surely making that change uh, yeah. to kind of try to win us over here at Hollywood. Yeah. Not that they're specifically trying to win us over, yeah. but in in that sense, we like to believe they're they they're doing things. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing stuff that is actually that we're actually finding appealing now um, uh. and pretty fun. So. Uh, we're also going to talk about things that they're doing that are un- unappealing later on in headlines, but that's all the story. 
Uh, yeah, I got so it. What, 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 new with me this week, uh, one of, uh, I have not only music, but I have a cool, uh, drama that I've actually ended up catching up all 10 current episodes of, uh, a drama called Healer. Uh, yeah. You were telling and, me about this show. And yeah. I, I haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet. So sell me, sell me on Healer. So Healer, uh, which I is really over on think... Drama Fever. You can watch it right now on Drama Fever. Yeah, you can watch it on Drama Fever and High Def if you're a premium user, like I am. Um, <laughs> it's, it's categorized right there as action thriller. Uh, and th- that's a big element of it. And I, that's one of the big reasons I told you, uh, and, and Skype that I thought this was right up your alley. Cause, you know, this is one of the things that you've talked, talked about with, uh, the shows that you recommended to me is that one of your, like, kind of the shows that you like have been, a couple of them have been, like, action shows that had action elements, especially movies or TV shows, uh, that had kind of really cool action thriller elements. And this does have that. So, uh, this is a, a center around three characters. Uh, a young girl is, is an aspiring reporter that's kind of fa- has failed at every major news agency is stuck at a, uh, who's just a, you know, plucky, you know, girl, uh, stuck at a, like a, uh, internet tabloid, just trying to get celebrity gossip. Uh, you have a super celebrity reporter at one of the major news organizations, uh, who's kind of like a reporter idol. He's like, because he's known for like his looks, but uh, but his like stringent, you know, uh, sticking to staying, staying the truth and kind of drawing the ire of the higher ups because he's always kind of like sticking it to uh, the the powers that be, uh, and that gets him in trouble. And the main character, the guy that you see right there, he's running with those odd glasses, um, who's known as the healer, and what his thing is. So it centers around these. Uh, couriers these night couriers and they're these people that will secure and transport goods for you uh and things that you know not that ups won't deliver for you <laughs> like you know important <laughs> information or uh securing you know spy information or securing you know just various like possibly illegal things you know He's a night courier. He has a code where he doesn't want to know what, what the thing is or who you are. So you, uh, so you don't get curious about who he is or what his methods are. So it's a mutual secrecy thing. It's, uh, very high technology. This is like, so it's a very, uh, you know, it's action. It's got a lot of parkour and fighting. And, uh, there's like technology aspects, you know, he, he's kind of sent on his missions by, missions by, uh, um, uh, a, a little old lady who's also a hacker. Uh, and by <laughs> hacker means that she sits at like 15 computer. You know how, you know how hacking is. She sits, she has 15 <laughs> right, monitors. You have 30, right, you have 30 monitors and, and then, <laughs> and then the things happen. <laughs> right. Looking at, looking at seven monitors at a time. Like, what? No. <laughs> nope, nope. Um, God, I'm, I'm still, I'm having trouble keeping track of these two. <laughs> Um, but like, and part of that is like, they use like cool, fun technology. Like he has those glasses are, are glasses that kind of give him a, a, a UI that let him scan the environment, find out information, you know, kind of, he has Google glass, but like turned up to, you know, 5,000, <laughs> but for his own purposes. And 
I don't know. It, 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 it works well. Like the, the, the fun of like the action works well. The fun of the characters. There's, it's not just an action show. It's, it's kind of your, it leans a nice balance. It has a nice balance of like having some action elements, some of like the conspiracy theory stuff and like the backroom dealings and the higher ups, you know, you know, having people taken care of, you know, has a little bit of that like, you know, there's a Godfather character that's like, he's a bartender. He's the elder. He's like, uh, he, he just bartends at this bar and then sends people on like, on assignments and like, uh, he's the bad guy. And, uh, there's a, there's flashbacks to the, you know, things that happen, have, they're slowly revealing something that happened like 20 years ago that turned the, that had big turn of events that killed two peoples, had made one of them a, one, a lady a paraplegic and set basically everything that is going to be the conclusion of the show in motion and the kind of con- going back and forth between the, the, those scenes back then and how they affect things now and, it, it does it really well. Like it, it's fun. Like the the characters are funny. The the main female lead is funny, uh, and she's you know she's she's a really cool character. Uh, it does have a lot of uh, it just does have a lot of really really cool moments, and uh, I think it really would be a show that you would dig. Yeah, I'm gonna I may have to check it out. We may we may have to just pop this into a Hollywood talks in the next coming weeks, and I'll probably just check it out and and. Yeah. We'll talk about it in depth on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's around halftime for the show, so it's a good time to check in. Uh, so do that. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Healer. It's on Drama Fever. It's really, it's actually pretty good. Uh, but yeah. DramaFever.com. Uh huh. So, uh, now to the music. There's one song yeah. that kind of caught the video and the song that caught my attention. So it, the, the, this song and like the promotion for it and the teasing of, of it coming up has been going for on for a while. Uh, they had already started yes. promoting a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they'd already released the dance version and like the eye contact version or let's face it, the <laughs> eye fucking version. Uh, uh, but they finally released a music video and it's hello Venus coming out with, uh, Wiggle wiggle. Um, let, let's be honest here. What happened was Hello Venus had a dance cover of Wiggle Wiggle, a completely different group than you see there. Uh, they had, they had reformed. They had a song called Sticky Sticky. There were a couple, there were a couple people. The that four are, of them are still there. Two of them are no yeah. longer there. <laughs> and now they're yeah. replaced and by the, two other people. Right. <laughs> so they, they, that was part of the, like, it was a partnership that existed before that was split. Now it's fully Fantasio. Um, they regrouped. They had their comeback with Sticky Sticky. Um, not everyone loved it. It was okay. It was, you know, a lot of people didn't I didn't, really I, like didn't I didn't have any problem with it. No. I liked it. I, yes. I didn't mind. Yes. I do own this. I thought this was good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was really sad to the factor of I didn't know Hello Venus till I bought this, right? Yeah. So this was my learning of Hello Venus. I learned I liked Hello Venus. Then I found out that there might not be any more Hello Venus. Then later on, after we talked it to death, <laughs> we found out there was going to be more Hello Venus. Yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Then it was sticky sticky before this. And then, right. which, you know, was was a good a comeback. And then they came out with a dance cover of Jason Derulo's Wiggle Wiggle, and that went viral. 
and they decided, well, we got to do something about this. And it's not like they were EXID and they could come back and re-promote the song, you know, they can't go back onto music shows and promote, promote Jason, Jason Derulo's Wiggle Wiggle, uh, or just Wiggle. Uh, so they went to Bray Brothers and say, Hey, we need a song called Wiggle Wiggle. <laughs> and Bray Brothers is like, uh, where's the check? He's like, all right, here's the <laughs> <Right>. song. <laughs> here's the song. <laughs> all right, get in the studio. Uh, and then this song was born. Um, and this music video was born. <laughs> so, I mean, knowing now, that, it, it was a, it was a quick turnaround song. It was a quick turnaround video. And I think at the end of the day, it was actually a really good song. It's actually a really good song. Like, it's a fun song. It's catchy. Like, it's not super exceptional, but it's, it's, you know, it's catchy. It's fun. The music video is nice, you know? Uh, I'm, and honestly, I'm, I'm, what I'm really here for is the Apple Hips. I'm here for the Apple Hips. <laughs> well, what do you okay. think, Kaz? I'll say this, right? Song-wise, I don't find too much wrong with it. I I I think what it is for most people is they may be a little bit tired of hearing the Brave Brothers in their K-pop because there's a lot of Brave Brothers in your K-pop and you might not know that. Yeah. <laughs> Brave sound. Um, uh... But I will agree with a lot of the comments that the music video seems cheap. And the reason it seems cheap is because, like Petey said, it's a really fast turnaround thing. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't it wasn't like this concept that was really thought out, you know, and then they went and got the people to shoot it. It was like, all right, we got the song. All right, cool. Uh, we rented out this club for the night. Let's yeah. go shoot the video. <laughs> or you know, I don't like, know if it was even a club. <laughs> I think it was just a warehouse that they put a bunch of props in. Like, <laughs> No, it, lo- it looked like a it looked like a dance club. Oh, like I've I've been in a, I've been in a few, so it, it looked like a dance club in Korea with the big screen, yeah. right there and stuff like that. So, um, probably for yes, the day, you know, more than <laughs> yeah, probably for the day, probably for the day. Um, no. and I will say, like, you know, most likely, yeah, that's that's what it was. But you got to remember, they're on this this comeback hype. They're trying to keep the hype up. So yeah. sometimes things are going to suffer. Sometimes things are going to be done really fast. And this wasn't something they were initially set or 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 wasn't part of the initial plan to promote. Was promoting wiggle wiggle wiggle. Like PD said, it was kind of this thing that got really popular. So they grasped at it or whatever. So you kind of got to look at it as you know. That that hyper viral marketing, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if this was a newer group, people would have no problem. But because it is a somewhat pre-established group that already has a fan base, those people are like, "Why does this seem so cheap? Why does this seem so rushed? Why does this seem so this?" And you have to understand it's because it was those things. It is because they are trying to they're yeah. trying to reimagine the group, so yeah. to speak. So you kind of, in a sense, have to treat it like it is a brand new group because in a way it is. A brand new group. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, there's, there's some really cool parts. I think the, the, what's been established, and I have to agree, uh, one of the true stars of this song is, uh, Lime, uh, and the Apple Hips. Cause when she comes in with, I know you're looking at my Apple Hips, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like that was a cool, like, <laughs> line, like just coming in there and then like her, her part, or, like her lyrics are really cool and she delivers, she delivers them well. Like this, I think, I don't know if I've gotten a chance to really kind of uh, check out or like 
focus in on, say, Lime's, like, rapping in this group, but she kind of showcased really well. Uh, and, the, you know, the song is catchy, and, like, the, the production is actually interesting, you know, which is something you, it's, it's funny to say that, so, that about a Bray Brothers track, that it, you, you actually find the, uh, production unique and interesting. Uh, but it actually is, and, like, I would say, uh, I definitely understand that people have kind of had a problem with, <laughs> The, the, like, little bridge before, like, right after, uh, no, right before the chorus, uh, I think her name is Sayon, uh, they gave her kind of an odd, like, little bridge part that it's a little cat murdery (laughs) in the tone, a little screechy, not to everybody's taste, to the point where somebody improved the track the same way I improved (laughs) Come Back Home, uh, with a better version. Uh, and, uh, which is fine. It, 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 which was a, a thing, but, but that's, but, uh, that being said, that there's a lot of good things about the song. Uh, it's, it's not the, it's not a big, perfect production thing, whatever, but for a song, they kind of just like, all right, let's get something, uh, you know, let's get something going. Let's get uh, a new track, you know, strike Wiley Irons hot. Uh, it was fantastic, and really, I made it for the Apple Hips, like I said. Uh, I'm looking for the Apple Hips. Uh, but yeah, a couple more songs. Uh, uh, yes, I'm gonna take off Hello Venus's butt off the screen. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> you can go watch the video yeah. yourself. Uh, yeah. A song that caught my attention, which is actually a really cool song, uh, Defcon, He of, uh, yeah, yeah. the Idol. I did, I- it's funny because this is something I was going to choose as well yeah. because I have a lot of respect for Defcon. Um, and I thought this was a really cool, interesting song or whatever. Yeah. And to find out like a lot of the like just admiration he's getting for, for this project that he's working on and, and how much a lot of it is just so well received, yeah. I thought was really cool. And kind of this, this song, which is a, um, a dedication to his his father, yeah. Uh, kind of a hardworking man or whatever. Abushi or father, um, simply. Yeah, Defcon with Abushi, Abuji, uh, or father. And he kind of it, it is just a song dedicated to you know his dad and uh the man that you know kind of the man he admires and his dad and how much he he worked hard and didn't give up and all for the family and like just kind of a you know all that all that kind of uh romanticism uh but you know. It's actually really cool and, and, and touching and how much he appreciates, uh, you know, where he comes from. Like, it's something, uh, that it, you, you know, is common, uh, in Korea. Like, you, you, that it's just something that's ingrained, uh, and almost kind of, uh, institutionalized in a way. But when it, when it's an, when they take that and earnestly go back and appreciate that, you know, their, their, their parents and especially when a guy appreciates his father the way Defcon does, uh, here, it's actually really cool and touching and really nice. And, and the video is nice and the song is, is nice too. Uh, you know, kind of seeing just all these pictures of, of his uh, dad hard at work, uh, and them together. And it's really cool. And I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I got the, I got the same feeling it, and I, I totally agree. It's one of those things like he talks about a lot of that being a kid and being embarrassed by his dad being a shopkeeper. But then as he got older, realizing like that work ethic, that, that hardworking man that I saw every day that I didn't respect, 
I realized I should have had the most respect for yeah. kind of thing was really, really cool and really fun. And, and as silly as, and as fun as I love DEF CON for being like something like this to show kind of that, that sensitive, more emotional side is really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then seeing DEF CON as a young kid, just trying to make it on the stage. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's hilarious and adorable. Like seeing him with that long ass hair. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. uh, but it, but it pr- provides a great moment. Yeah. I really like the song. Good job, DEF CON. I really like DEF CON. Um, oh, poor Bryce Rashford. Uh, but yeah, moving on, uh, to something of an interesting release. Okay. So I, I, there was like some teasers and some like word that there was going to be something, you know, cause the, the crayon pop is in the middle of, of getting ready for a February comeback. Uh, they're going to work with Shin Dong Tiger. Uh, and I'm anticipating what's going on with that. That's going to be really interesting to, to when it comes out. But in the meantime, we heard word that there was going to be a collaboration with Rainbow Bridge, uh, agency. Uh, there was some speculation <laughs> that was going to be Chinese related or it was going to be like a, only a, like a solo release or something. Uh, but later we find out, found out that it was going to be a, uh, solo track with, from, uh, Soyo, uh, called Y Shirt. Uh, featuring John, Yang Jungma, uh, I believe I imagine from uh, as a rain, as a Rainbow Bridge uh, uh, artist, uh, but you know a nice little like ballady song, a nice little like almost OST sounding song, but it's soil solo track. Yeah, and I, I really liked it. It was it was really nice. Like uh, it had a really sweet sound to it, and it's like it showcased soil well. Uh, who, uh, kind of put aside her, her, her thuggish tendencies, <laughs> put a more sweet side out there. Uh, you know, you know, the thug is deep inside her, but she was able to put that <laughs> aside, uh, and was just kind of had a kind of this really sweet persona and had this really nice song. And I just, I, I really liked it. It, it. it was really nice. Like it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't before with other songs. It wasn't the, the mind blowing song of the year, this amazing thing, but it was a really nice song and just a really nice fun video. And I love the, I love the joke that somebody made that. So, uh, crayon pop fairies, uh, uh, w- uh granted, uh, Soyo's wish for a gangbang, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was just delightfully, uh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Silly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, what did you think of, of Y shirt? Um, I thought it was silly, but it, it, it was kind of fun and cute, you know. Um, so I don't know. You, it it's one of those things where I I think, like you said, the kind of collaboration thing in Korea is going to become bigger and bigger. Yeah, and I think that may be our year in toll. I think that that's maybe what we have to have to bump is the year of the collabos because. <laughs> That's what it seems like. And I mean, all these collaborations that we've been getting have been so fun and yeah. so like really cool and like creative. It comes out of, uh, No Mercy has been pretty fantastic. And like, and we're going to get, uh, Giddy Boy and, and, and so you, uh, with, uh, Kihyun, I believe, which was mm-hmm. a surprise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, but yeah, this is a really cute song. I just like it. I, I, I just, you know, shout out to my girl Soyul, uh, and, and the Y shirt right there. Just re- legit <laughs> Y shirt. Just, just, 
I'm 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 gonna get me a Y shirt. I'm 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 order, I'm pre ordering right now. Get me that Y shirt. <laughs> it would be the fashion statement of, of, of Miami, you know. Really kind of uh, putting it out there. Uh, but yeah, great track from Soyu. More, more about Cranial Pop later on. But, uh, we're gonna go to our headlines now. So join All right. us. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our headline section. We're going to talk about some topical topics, as I've said before, uh, some of the goings-on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, we yeah. have a couple of things, couple of, one uh, to commemorate. Uh, we got to commemorate something, uh, a, a group disbanding. Uh, breakup of girl group Jewelry confirmed. Uh, Jewelry has yeah. announced that it is breaking up after 14 years. Uh, the grape, the breakup, uh, the grape up, the breakup of the group, uh, was confirmed by multiple sources on January 8th who cited expiration of members contracts. Basically, uh, it was, it's been an evolving group that they've had a couple of major lineup changes. Uh, but the last, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, uh, but the most recent one has lasted for, you know, for, for quite a few years or, uh, you know, at least since 2010, the last group, you know, member chain happened, happened like 2010. Uh, so 2011 somewhere. Well, 2008. To, yeah, about 2010. 2010. Uh, 2011. Was when the, yeah, 2011. Basically when Yewon joined the group. So, uh, the last lineup was Baby J, Unjung, uh, Sammy, and, uh, Yewon. Uh, yeah. at this point, uh, what came to light is that recently, Injung, Juyeon, uh, Baby J, and Sammy, uh, their expired, their contracts expired and they decided not to renew, uh, kind of pursue different careers, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, and at that, at that point, leaving Yewon basically the only one left of jewelry, uh, uh, back, you know, in the company. So they decided, well, <laughs> we could, we could really further dilute the brand that is jewelry by re, restocking, or we could just kind of let it go. <laughs> Especially considering Yewon has been doing just fine by herself, you know, doing varieties because she's she's been doing pretty solid as a variety MC. Uh it's not on shows that we actively watch, but it's uh you know around the place. You know, he her and Kwang He kind of repping repping uh Star Empire on the variety circuit. Uh they're doing fine. So decided to uh you know kinda end the group, which is this is not a group that is active in our minds. Neither one you know Yeah. Uh, I, I do remember I, I did bring up one of their songs, uh, on the show, uh, which was a song that I enjoyed in, uh, Hot and Cold. Um, uh, but it's mainly the only song that I, I kind of had any kind of, uh, memory of. I, I knew of Yeowon from watching, uh, Invisible Youth and, and from, uh, her spot, you know, her role in Reply 1997. But, uh, and I think the main reason is because we were, we're so fresh, we're so new, we're so fresh and so clean, we're so new into the K-pop <laughs> when their heyday really was their former lineup. <laughs> uh, and, but the, you know, the fact that the brand lasted for 14 years fairly steady, like still being able to release stuff and get noticed and have, you know, be invited to music shows, uh, for, for this release. So, uh, 
to kind of have that end, I, I thought, you know, let we had to at least commemorate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, where, like you said, like their their last say big studio album was two thousand nine. Yeah. So for me, I got into K-pop maybe around 2008 when yeah. I went to Korea and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So that, you know, from there is, is like a lot of those things are what's in my mind. So they were kind of on a decline then, you know, they had a little bit of a pickup, like you said, but they're, they shined more as individuals in other projects. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, in variety and TV movies, um, TV and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, that's why they weren't so in the Haleyajuku mindset, yeah. as, if you want to put it that way. In our but, mindscape. like you said, for a group that's been around since <sighs> 2001, yeah. uh, you kind of, you got to do, you got to give them their respect. Even though they've went through a, a few lineup changes, even <laughs> only yeah. having having two girls that only lasted from 2001 to 2002. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at this. You almost I'm looking at this like oh, look, light look, up progress look, bar. Right, no, now we're going. <laughs> it's like oh, 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 wait. Now we go. <laughs> yeah, now. Okay. Uh, the, which, which again, is not an uncommon thing for to have that like right in the beginning. Like oh wait, oh sorry. Uh, here, oh there. Now we go. Now we go. Now we're dating. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, but it, you know, the brand still held pretty fairly strong for 14 years, and we're yeah. commemorating yeah. tip of the cap. To do. Definitely. I mean, yeah. I mean, and and for it, especially with a lot of the shit that's going on right now, for it to be not ending in a bad way, for it to just kind of be ending on a very like, you know what, now's the time yeah. kind of thing. That you know, that's the best you could really ask for, man. Especially like <laughs> if you look at the fact that uh, not only the the most recent lineup, but a couple of the former members got together to kind of commemorate it. Was actually kind of cool. Yeah, and they got together to. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, sorry, I'm burping. Uh, got together, uh, to, you know, kind of hang out, have a meal, have some drinks. It was actually kind of cool and cute and fun. Uh, and I, 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 I think Yevon is going to be fantastic in, uh, varieties. Baby J has some really good promise in being a variety star and being, maybe a being a rapper, you know, kind of fully fleshing maybe. out and being a rapper. That'd be interesting. I know we're going to talk about something interesting that could be tangentially related to that in a couple of headlines. But tip of the cap to jewelry. I also I also want you to go back to the article real quick. That god damn it. Those goddamn photo polls. Those goddamn <laughs> Them selfie sticks. Selfie those sticks. Goddamn selfie sticks. Right. No wonder Korea wants to get rid of them. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Uh moving on. speaking of dumb things involving photos. Uh BTS tweeted pictures from a photo shoot at a Holocaust memorial in Berlin. There you go. <laughs> There's nothing really. Uh, BTS posted teaser photos on Twitter recently, which is great. But um, uh, then people recognized the location as the war- memorial to the murdered Jews of Europe in Berlin. Uh, so yeah, that's a bad idea. Um, and then yeah, there's Rat Monster looking sultry and 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 brooding and sexy in the middle of a war memorial. <laughs> to murder Jews. This was dumb. Look, you gotta find unique, oppor- you gotta find unique opportunities 
when you're doing photo shoots to make things look cool and artistic and amazing and uh, come up with concepts that nobody's ever seen before. And I will say about the picture itself, it's really good. I, I, I like the kind of fashionistic quality of it. Something you'd see in GQ, but <laughs> my, def- my, my defending of the, for- of the artistic photography bits of it aside, this was not very well thought. <laughs> Like if I oh shit if I'm the if I'm the artist in this to be taking the picture I think I stop for a second and go I think we should find a different location considering they're in Berlin there's there's a bunch of places they could take photos like there's just that aren't you know glaring I mean, reminders I mean, of okay, one of okay, the worst times okay. in history. That they were victims gonna, of as well. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate right now, Go on. right here. You got a bunch of twenty something ish music artists, right? Uh-huh. Oh, let's say most of them have been training since they were, you know, twelve, five. thirteen. I'm sorry, twelve, thirteen, five. <laughs> I'm playing playing devil's advocate here, Peter. I'm trying to make things look good. Um, Some some young and upcoming opportunistic photographer, and they're they're driving through Berlin, and they see this these really cool pillars, and they're like, "Yo, let's stop. Let's take some pictures. Let's you know, like, oh man, like you know the the shape and the the size of these things are really cool. If you take a picture from a low angle, maybe they don't know the history that well of what they're looking at." Maybe, uh, you know, maybe they don't speak the language. Maybe they don't speak the Deutsch. <laughs> um, you know, but and they can't read the sign that says Holocaust, which pretty sure is probably up there in English, Jesus. too. In English, and, uh, you know, that monster speaks English fluently. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Um, <laughs> and. Maybe they didn't see the tour group of people crying, or there's just a lot of things that they might not have seen that would have not led them to believe that this was not just some art piece in the middle of Berlin somewhere. It's a common mistake someone could make. I think maybe who doesn't have a translator with them, but I'm pretty sure they had a translator with them. Uh, I I, I think... I don't, I don't think it's working, Cass. I don't think so. No, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, this is dumb. This is just, this is just dumb. Uh, and they, they since deleted the pictures, uh, of, of the Twitter. Uh, but, uh, the, they prob, we'll have to see if they actually go through with releasing this photo book that they were gonna release. Who knows if they're already printed at this point, if it's already printed. Um, it's a, it's a toss up. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's when you go, yo, we spent how much money on this photo book? Yo, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, All right. 
Legion. More happy news. Yeah, more happy news. Legion signs the same agency as Rusin, Young, Rusin Rung, uh, and other famous movie stars. Uh, of course, this is kind of like the upstart to our recent, uh, news of Mblox's kind of dissolution, or at least like their reshuffling. Uh, which is, uh, Lee Jun is now focusing on his acting career, um, and has joined, uh, signed a contract with the main management agency, Prane TPC. Uh, the agency revealed that the contract was signed on January 6th and added, Lee Jun is an artist who is talented in many areas. We plan to assist him as he shows his talents in various fields. Uh, probably solo releases and whatnot. Uh, he, you know, he received, recently received a, a rookie award for his role in the movie Rough Play. Um, it, the, the one with the, with the, <laughs> we get the, you know, uh, the first, of the first idol sex scene, which is something to be commemorated, you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, praying TPCP manages successful movie stars such as Ryusin, uh, Ryusin Hang, uh, Ojung Se, Park Young Woo, Park Young Woo, uh, Moon Jungi. Uh, this is actually pretty cool. This is exciting. This is, uh, really cool and interesting and exciting to kind of see him kind of, uh, now is going to be the next phase for Lee Jun, uh, who's, a, yeah. a, uh, from all, from by all accounts, a pretty good actor. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I clicked on fucking Shumpy and it tried to go to Shumpy TV. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I, I definitely agree. Like, I, I'm hoping for really good things for both of these members from M Black. Uh, M Black is filled with, with really fun, talented guys. Uh, me and you had a mutual admiration for M Black, so this was really sad news for us, um, to see, to see two prominent members leaving the group. But for one of them, you know, going to this, most likely we're going to be seeing him in a lot more variety, a lot more TV, and maybe some more movie roles. That's a really, really fun thing. Um, I'm really excited because, cause Lee Jun is a really good actor. Yeah. Um, and, and just guy. performer in general. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's really, cool there. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those guys from, from M Black have that thing that we always say, you got to have the personality. And M Black was full of it. Yeah. A lot of those guys had fun, interesting personalities. Um, that we that we liked and appreciated. So, uh, happy day, man. Yes. I, I'm, I'm I'm happy for this. I'm happy for Lee Jun, Lee Jun, uh, and I just hope you know better things for the rest of the members from Men Black and and good things for Thunder too. Like, I, I just want to see good things happen for everybody. Tip of the cap. Somebody okay. sign BAP. <laughs> uh, yes. Hmm? Tip of the cap to Lee Jun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're excited. We're hope, we're hopeful for Legion. Uh, but moving on to something else that, uh, I think, uh, is really kind of interesting to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, especially as I'm going to finally, I, I started, I dipped my toe to checking out Show Me the Money, uh, three season. Show three. Me the Money! Uh, and I plan on do, doing that pretty soon. Uh, and I know you were a fan of Show Me the Money. So this is, this is going to be an interesting mm-hmm. to keep, thing to keep an eye on. Uh, Mnet to launch Korea's first ever female rapper survival show, Unpretty Rap Star. Um, uh, brace yourselves for Korea's first ever female rapper survival show program. Uh, 
On Darren Tall's Cable Network Mnet revealed that Unpretty Rap Star will be a spin-off of their sensational rap competition program, Show Me the Money. Eight talented female rappers will be battling it out starting January 29th. Uh, so far they've revealed four of the rap, four of the contestants. And they're interesting choices because two of them have been in the business for, and, and significantly so for, for quite a bit now. Uh, and one of them is quite popular, uh, at least in part of a popular group. We have Lucky J's Jesse, uh, or Jessica mm-hmm. Ho, Jessica H.O., uh, who's been, uh, kind of in the business for a while, kind of coming, going, had a little bit of controversy back in, you know, a few years ago, but, uh, has been in and out and, and, but has been in the industry, is now in the group Lucky J. We have AOA's G-Min, uh, you know, with with her unique voice and 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 look, uh, who I thoroughly enjoyed her country her parts in uh, Lucky Cat. Uh, we have formerly known as Evia, but now known as Timey, uh, and Cheetah, who definitely has the most unique look and the most. I think I think she's probably has been in the underground for a while now. Uh, just looking at her, uh, but Cheetah. Now this is an interesting kind of lineup. Uh, people have kind of been around, you know, Jessica debuted in 2005. She was part of a group called Uptown. Uh, she was, she was, she was supposed to be the second Yoon Mi Rae. Uh, she's been lately active in Lucky J, like I said, AOA, you know, G-Mans have been, been, uh, with AOA, has been writing, uh, notably for the single Moya for AOA Black. Uh, Timey has kind of been, she debuted back in the day. Uh, she used to be known by the name Mapper, uh, which is interesting. Uh, she was also known by, as, by the name Evia, uh, in 2009. And then she will competed in Show Me the Money 3, uh, and mm-hmm. drew attention. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Drew attention with her disc battle with fellow contestant Jolly V. Yeah, you'll, you'll see that. You'll get a, you'll get a bit of a kick out of that. Uh, um, and it will also give you some, some taste into this and also give you some taste into why I'm not so happy about this. <laughs> uh, Cheetah debuted in 2010 as a member of Blacklist. The same year she turned heads with the Eric Explosive Raps and Innovating Performances on the first season of Show Me the Money. Alright, the objective is, the objective of um, Pretty Rap Star is to produce the first ever female rapper compilation album in Korea. Uh, every episode, the nation's top producers will present a new song, and the girls will compete for the chance to record on the track. The contestants will have to overcome a variety of intense miss- missions that will test their limit. Uh, PD Jung Kyung Nam, uh, uh, who is in charge of casting for a pretty rap star competition, has been always been difficult to, for female rappers to get noticed in the hip hop world, which is dominated by males. We wanted to support our female rappers by, by providing them a stage to which uh, to on which to fully show their off their skills. Um, this is interesting and it has some interesting choices and we'll have to see who the other four contestants will be. Uh, what, what, what do you think, uh, going, you know, what do you think of this and the possibilities? Well, okay. Um, if you, if you want to kind of preference my rant in a longer form, go down and read that first comment. There's a lot of things that I kind of agree with in that first comment on this article, there's a lot of things I disagree with it too, but this is what I'll say, right? This is, this is the 
let's take girls and make the cookie cutter fucking version of show me the money. Right. Let's take a bunch of female rappers, kind of cookie cutter them, select the ones that we think are the best and the ones that we can work with and do all this shit. Because at the end, what they want to come out with is an album of a bunch of female, female rappers. Right. Um, on a bunch of different songs or whatever. It's not, it, it, it doesn't, and, and, and I'm hoping that they prove me wrong. This is all my in hopes that they prove me wrong. But right now with who they picked, it's kind of a people that have been around the show me the money producers before and the kind of younger girls that are hot right now kind of thing. Right. Um, so, you know, like with, with Jesse and, and, uh, and Jimmy, uh, so you, you kind of have this, like, I don't know, like, especially with the ones that they already showed. I, like you said, we got to see who the, the rest of the contestants are going to be. I want to see what the format of the show is going to be, especially. But there are other girls out there doing the female rap thing that I think do it better, in a sense, um, than, than some of the ones that we've been shown so far. Not to say that some of the ones we've been shown so far don't have a lot of skill, but, like, with the whole thing with Timey and, and Jolly V, I think I, in, in, in my respects, and, and Petey will be the one to kind of preference this after he watches Show Me the Money. I think Jolly was the more skilled person mm-hmm. in that. And, and, and if I, if I remember correctly, uh, um, Timey's kind of, uh, claim to fame is that she's the fastest rapper, fastest female rapper. In, right. Like, she's like the female um, Twister, which, Depending on what you think of Twista, might be a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> and then my thing is, I I I really do appreciate the female rappers in K-pop. PD PD will 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 either second or deny the fact that I <laughs> I I believe that. Yeah. Um, but no, I I generally tend to appreciate the female rappers in in K-pop and just female rappers in general, um, because it's kind of a, some most of the time it's a really uphill battle. Um, but to kind of handpick your elite eight, so to speak, in this sense, and say these are the standouts and and these are the only ones who compete can compete against each other, unlike the show me the money format, which is come one, come all, and and the the shittiest will fall to the wayside and the best will shine, which is what I loved about show me the money. Um, oh. This to me just seems way too produced. Off the off off of what we've been told so far. Yeah. Um. I think I, I will say I understand some of the that first comment. Uh, they talk about he does make a couple good points. It says that uh they they should show what they can do and show me the money. And there must be a reason why no females got in the finals. Um. That's uh we we can have a long argument about privilege and yeah <laughs> yeah. And, and, That's and why sir. I said there are some things in that first comment that I totally agree with. There are some things that they're they're just exceptionally wrong about. Why don't you pick up all your bootstraps and just make it in the normal world? Why do you need help or welfare or things like that? It's like, yes, uh, you know, why do you need Title Nine in sports? Like, uh, you should play with the boys. And it's like, uh, whatever. Uh, I like I, I I said you know this is good. This could be a good avenue depending on who they pick. I definitely see your points. Um. They, it should have been a, a more open audition process, uh, 
to like bring in a lot of people. Now I haven't seen Show Me the Money, and I don't see I, don't, I haven't gotten a chance to check out uh, how genuine their open audition process was. Uh, considering we ended up yep. with Bobby at the end. <laughs> Of you know, well, okay. Hold on, hold on. I, I I will say this, right? How 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 genuine that that audition is. Bobby Bobby on genuineness got in. Bi is the one that you're gonna be like. <laughs> how did you get in? <laughs> like, yeah. what? I've how listened to I've in? listened to his parts of Born Hater, and I'm I'm wondering like, how did he get in? Yeah, I mean, he contributes to the song. Bobby is the idiot genius that yeah. he is. So, so yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll learn that, right? Um, yeah, I, I definitely know the idiot part. Uh, but, you know, uh, this is, I think as a show, it could be really cool and interesting. To, and again, we, we, this, we only know half of the, the, uh, the, uh, half of the names. Uh, and could very well be that these half of the names are the ones that they put out there to first get some buzz and we're going to get some interesting other rappers. Um, I don't necessarily believe we need to throw in like, or they're saying, uh, why don't you bring in Tasha? Why don't you bring in like, like this show could get Tasha. Like she has better shit to do than this show. <laughs> she could be a judge. Mm-hmm. They could bring her in as a judge if, if she's willing to, but she's got better shit to do. Uh, and then, Ellie, you know, Ellie could be a good choice. Mario, again, she's got better things to do, but you know, you never, uh, I definitely understand the complaints. Uh, they will have to see how it works out. No, but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I could just be being a, a, a butt about it, yeah. you know, but, but you definitely have bring up a lot of good points about the fact that it's just these eight. I, I, we'll have to see if how much of an audition process. Again, we haven't seen the show. This is, you know, this is like they're, uh, they could be teasing the ones that all, you know, made it. They could be spoiling things. You know, they could show us the process like, Hey, this is how the process of picking everybody out. This is, this was the audition process for these people. And, or, you know, this is why we picked them. But, yeah, it does seem hand-picked. Like, this is somebody that just had a hit. This was somebody that just had an interesting collaboration with Ailey and, and Hyoden. You know, that's friends with them. Uh, this is, you know, the fastest female rapper in, in you know, around. Uh, and she was on Show Me The Money 3. And this one is somebody who was on a previous season of Show Me The Money. So, we'll have to see how it works out. But, yeah, it, it, uh, I definitely understand your points on, on, them being kind of handpicked. Um, but we'll have to look forward to checking it out. Uh, and I will have my report once I finally get to finish up Show Me the Money. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that, that you know, I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm saying don't do this with girls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just... It didn't seem let, like an... Let, it didn't let seem it like seem a, more genuine. At least. Let it at least see... Let, trick us. Lie to us at least. <laughs> Lie to us at least. Like like American Idol. Lie to us at least. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, make it feel genuine. You know, it's all about the kayfabe. Uh, but yeah, I I, I do I, I do have I hope that it turns out good. I hope that at the very least we're gonna get some some we're gonna get some breakout performances. Maybe we'll see like 
a new side of people that we have assumptions about. We'll have to see. Wait and see. Mm-hmm. Like previous episode time. Um, one quick little thing. So I have a couple more headlines and you know, one of them I'm excited about, but quickly, uh, somebody on medicine buzz kind of laid out and we don't know. This was on instas. Uh, we don't know how genuine this is, but it seems, seems, uh, it seems pretty believable at least. They kind of laid out the, all, you know, 2015, okay, okay. So 2015 agency plans in a nutshell. Uh, this was on instance and some, and, uh, subsequently translated onto netizen buzz. Uh, you know, we don't usually do netizen buzz, but this was interesting. Uh, and this kind of goes down the different agencies and talks about kind of like their game plan for the year. Um, we can kind of quickly go through these, uh, so we talk about A cube. A pig will be focusing on concerts after their January concerts and will spread out into an Asian tour. Uh, they have a positive re- response in Japan. So they're going to be doing Japan. Hagak, uh, is going to come back in the beginning of the year and there's going to be a new, new boy group. Uh, that's going to be a theme. <laughs> new group. Mm-hmm. Uh, cube, as opposed to A cube, uh, will be focusing on their singers, developing into musicians. More, fo- more focused on Four Minute and Gina. Four Minute comeback at the beginning of the year. New girl group CLC scheduled for debut. Uh, DSP carried abroad in their activities to China. More focused on concerts. DSP girls scheduled for debut. Uh, middle, male idol group scheduled for second half of the year. Mm-hmm. Jellyfish. Vix will be focusing on international schedules. So there seems to be a trend. A lot of people have gone internationally. They've had Again, these are groups that had their domestic comebacks like late in the year that in 2014. So it makes sense to kind of uh, see them focus internationally and, and expanding. Uh, Sun Shikyang and Park Yoshin will be remain in the ballot market. Sun Guk will focus on, on Japanese activity. Girl groups will be launched in the second half of the year. <laughs> uh, JYP. Uh, preparing for the launch of Girl Group 6 Mix. Also the okay. launch of 5 Live. Because, you know, they have got seven. (laughs) Six mix. Five live. Uh, We're going to have to see what four, three, two, and one are going to be. But that's going to be interesting. Uh, And then uh, Miss A, 15 and Park Ayan are preparing for comebacks. We know that Miss Miss A are definitely prepared for comebacks. uh, And uh, Susie has said that she's going to refocus now to the group activities rather than her acting activity. She wrapped up a movie recently. She's going to focus on the group activities. So that's going to be really cool. And I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I'm a, I'm pretty big at Miss A fan. Uh, MBK, formerly known as Core Contents, aka the TRO's agency. Uh, new projects in the new year, including a new boy group, a new girl group. Uh, Kim Kwang Su is preparing a boy band like MC The Max FT Island. So like an actual band. Uh, the new girl group will be completely different from Tiara in style. Uh, Tiara will be promoting actively with solo projects, which is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Pletus, uh, or Pletus, or however you want to say it. Uh, Pletus. Pletus. Pletus? Will finally unveil a big project they've been working on for four years. Boy Group 17 will debut in the beginning of the year. Uh, I think it's a group that we've talked about before. 
uh, the group that is 17 members. I think they were, I think they were 17 at the time of the, <laughs> that they were, uh, gonna promote, but I, I think they're older right now. Orange Caramel were promote actively to the point where they seem like a group on their own, no longer a subunit. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> After school will be going through a rebirth in the second half of the year. Uh, the same. Uh, many projects planned in collaboration with China, and not only music, but concerts and beauty. Uh, SM. Uh, will be focusing on solo mm-hmm. projects to bring out new charms in their artists. Johan, uh, Junghyun, which has already happened, uh, and Amber's yep. solos, uh, which, which I'm hyped about. I know you are. Uh, are you hyped, Amber? Yes, I am. Uh, Hold on, you know that was way too high for Amber's voice. Yes, I am. All right, close enough. <laughs> uh, Bo's 15th anniversary, which... Yep. Damn. Uh, and she, she's younger than me. She's been in the business, like, since... Like... <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, she started when she was, like, three. I don't know. <laughs> She was a baby. Uh, XO and Super Junior comebacks. Uh, which we've already been getting hints at, yes. yeah. Yeah, we could. Uh, Starship. Uh, I'm, I imagine we already know some, uh, some along the lines of No Mercy. Focus on more variety of projects like Soyu and Jungigo, cause that means money. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, well, this thing pumps out money. Let's keep doing that thing until it yeah. stops. <laughs> Let's just keep pulling that lever until it stops producing a lot of money, you know. Uh, preparing for the successful launch of their rookie boy group. Uh, they've realized, and, and of course, the one we know as, uh, No Mercy, that's gonna, uh, they don't know the name, but it's gonna, I imagine the one gonna be produced by No Mercy. Uh, uh, they don't know to hear, but I imagine we're, uh, I'm going to assume, uh, the shotgun, uh, Juhan subunit that's already in the plans. <laughs> We're just gonna speak it, speak until it's true, huh? Yeah, we're just gonna make it true. Kind of like t- we tried, we we almost got, we almost succeeded with Top's album. You know, just constantly right. saying until it happens. We almost, we got a release, but we didn't get an album. But right. we almost succeeded. And then they've realized the sister and boyfriend are popular in China, and we'll put more effort into the Chinese advances, advancements, like they're an army. All right, uh, top media. Not that top, but, uh, the focus will be on teen top solo activities and solo releases. The group will be more active in Korea. 100% focus on domestic international promotions. So promotions. Wait, domestic international, so promotions? Or just, uh, anyway. Despite having two boy groups, top media will be launching a new boy group. Timing unconfirmed within the year. Um, TS. Uh, we'll continue to promote Sonamu. Secret will be uh-huh. focusing on solo activities for like acting and solo releases. Currently looking at inter- international advances for Untouchable and Sonamu. Discussing Secret's Japanese promotion and Sonamu's Chinese and Japanese debuts. Uh, Untouchable, Untouchable, who I've not heard of. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Untouchable. I gotta check them out. Uh, will earn a positive response in Japan. Uh, and we'll start promos there. Uh, WM, basically B1A Forge group. New girl group scheduled. Details unconfirmed. Jin Young solo, act- after Jin Young solo activity, B1A Forge will go straight into preparing for the group comeback. 
uh, Woolum will be promoting Infinite in a variety of ways, starting with Infinite H and Sungyu's uh, solo album. Infinite is also promoting a group album, also- new boy group. Biggest concern is how well Lovelies will do because their following projects are scheduled around that. <laughs> uh, and Willem will also be building a special room for their fans in the company building. Which sounds weird. Yeah. This is some kind of tra- trap. Can I also... Alright, so we've already added like the collabo hashtag for this year. Yeah. We also gotta add the solo. Yeah. The, the, the solo hashtag yeah. for this year. Year of the, year of the, the solo. I'm going solo. Oh, right. Johnny Gargano. Uh, sorry, I'm, I've got wrestling on the screen. Uh, <laughs> distracted. Uh, YG, Icon's debut is a hot issue. Hot issue. Uh, scheduled for sometime early this year. New girl group debut. Uh, Big Bang's new album also scheduled. But what the hell does schedule matter? Uh, Psy promised fans a full album, not a single, with him back to his colors. Uh, which, which is a promising and hopeful. I don't know. What, right. what is your impression of these plans? What, what sticks out to um, you? Um, let's, uh, let me scroll back through because there was something I was super happy about. All right. Miss A, definitely happy about that. Um, getting to possibly see more stuff from Four Minute. Four Minute. I mean, yeah. Uh, Icon, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little, um, I'm, I'm happily awaiting with unwilling intent <laughs> about Icon. Um, because at this point, I just want to see Bobby solo. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I could kind of care less about what the rest of of Icon really is at this point, but there's some good kids in Icon, so yeah. I'm, I'm still uh, awaiting that. The Big Bang thing, because, like you said, we've been hearing about this from everywhere else except from YG itself, I am slightly happy about. Because, you know, Big Bang is my thing. I love me some Big Bang. Um, So... Uh, and <laughs> I see that I already see the first comment and with the gif. I understand. I know we've been lied to before. I, I'm trying. I like. I'm, but, but I'm not he really loves it, me. But... but he really loves me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Our abusive relationship with YG. Um, <laughs> God damn! I love the fuck. Damn! I didn't know met this many people went in on YG. <laughs> Hold <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Yeah, oh uh, I trusted you, and then you got YG dancing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, you know YG has been delaying Big Bang comeback so that Top can improve his dancing. Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, I don't see a problem with, yeah. with Top's dancing at all. I don't, I, I, no, not a problem. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> not an issue. It's not a hot issue. No, Moribota Bakigaji hot issue. Uh. Oh, wait, I was cooking. <laughs> no, no, nothing wrong here. No. I think that's beautiful. That's just, that's, just, that's majestic right there. Them dancing a good boy right there. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, if we really do get a Big Bang album this year, that would be amazing. Uh, that would be awesome. I'd, I'd be so excited. 
Uh, there's so much really cool stuff to, to wait for, you know, uh, that didn't include Karma Entertainment, but we know Karma Entertainment's gonna come out with more, you know, from, uh, Crayon Pop. Uh, it, 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 there's a lot to look forward to, and I'm, and I'm glad, uh, but yeah, yeah there's a lot of debuts. It's like, you really yeah. gonna debut more groups? <laughs> like, I know you got a lot of trainees in your farm system, but it's like, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of groups already out there, like, I know, I know you're gonna, you gotta crank out some of those trainees and get them out of your farm system, but, uh, there's already a lot of them out there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, looking forward to 2015, year of the col- collab, year of the solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. The, uh, the year of more promises from YG yes. that they're not gonna keep. Yeah, more <laughs> God damn, so- so many people in his comments went, like, so in on YG. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> good job out there in uh, Edison. Did you see the trolling with the homies? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, no, I, I did not. So... Oh, no, no, no. I'll just link you to it. I'll just link you to it. <laughs> oh, no, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, yep. I love how, like, I love how this is something that, like, we, we genuinely came to on our own that, like, YG's shit is bullshit. Yeah. Like, you, you can't trust anything from YG. Every, everybody saw this list and was like, you know, could say all of it is bullshit, but everybody laser focuses on YG, like, no, that that's a motherfucking lie. They, don't, don't you believe them motherfuckers from over there? Yeah. Those motherfuckers are goddamn liars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Yes. Uh, the last thing, something that I'm really excited about, uh, K-pop Night Out Showcase returns for third year at South by Southwest. Uh, yep. Last year we talked about, we had a a cool special episode with, uh, guest Roberto Villegas talking about Japan Night, but we also touched a little bit about, you know, the K-pop and Korean music influence that was around obviously Roberto didn't get a chance to check out all of it uh because he had you know a lot of it of the stuff that he was committed to uh but he heard a lot of word and you know k-pop night out last year was they had k-pop night out last year the you know it was the second effort the first year they had fx uh our girls uh last year they had hyena and jay park your boy jay park uh and he we adore uh but oh, this my year, God. hold all right, hold on, hold on. Show timeout, right? God yeah. damn, what it would have been to see Hannah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. And, but, it, the, and if I was, and and I would have given off of my body. And if I could go Hiena. back, if if I could go back and make myself become a K-pop fan sooner. So that I could be motivated to go check out FX. Cause I was there. I don't think I was there when they happened. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I had left by then. Cause I was there mainly just for the interactive stuff and for, for the chat room stuff. Like, you know, stop by so wasted. Right, right. But I was in Austin, Texas, not but a few days before <laughs> that showcase happened. So I was like, but I didn't, I didn't know who FX was back then. Like, I didn't care. <laughs> um, right. But. K-pop Night Out Showcase returns for the third year. Uh, the yep. annual, uh, KOCCA presented, uh, K-pop Night Out returns for its third year. The showcase will take place Thursday, March 8th, 
March, not March 8th, March 19th, cause that would be <laughs> screwed up. So I'm definitely not there in March 8th. Uh, March 19th at Elysium. Uh, this March, and this is gonna be We light. got some, uh, we got some groups. Uh huh. Uh, this March, it, it, this March, uh, Hitchhiker, Barbarettes, Asian Chair Shot, EE, Eastern Sidekick, uh, but most importantly, Epic High and Crayon Pop. Dude. <laughs> um, I already so, ladies and gentlemen, right now, go follow the Hallyujuku Twitter. There's maybe seven tweets from it right now. There's going to be like a thousand from it <laughs> during that week. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> With pictures might, and all kinds yeah, of things. I'm try follow that Rave Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> like... Go check because that out. Because Juku be... will cover this front and back. Yeah, like I said, I'm going to, you know, because they're going to be at South by Southwest. Southwest. Uh, get, you know who else is going to be South by Southwest? This guy. Uh, I'm <laughs> yep. going to be there throughout all of it. I'm going to, uh, and I am excited. Uh, I am like Lee Kong Su back up there. You know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be up front. I'm, I'm already, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about picking out my tracksuit. Uh, I'm going to figure out where I can get a helmet. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking up fan chant tutorials. Uh, I'm going full pop to sheet. Like just, just all out. I don't care if I'm the only one there waiting in line. I'm going to be there. I'm, I don't care if I'm the only one doing the fan chants. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna be there repping the pop cheese. Like seriously, I'm gonna be there repping hard. That being said, I am really excited to see Epic High live. Like oh, this yes. is gonna be a really fantastic show. The Tableau is one of my favorite like guys. It's just. Shoebox is one of my favorite albums of 2014. Like, it was just so fantastic. The more I listen to it, the more I love it. Like, it's going to be a, an album that I'm going to put forth, uh, between now and South by Southwest on, uh, as far as one of my picks on Record Breakers. Like, it is fantastic. Uh, so it's going to be so exciting seeing, uh, Epic High live. Um, and, and there's a bunch of artists. Uh, I'm going to talk about, I'll talk about some of the artists, other artists that I'm also excited about seeing, but how, how, how jealous are you that I'm going to go see Epic High Life? Oh, dude, fucking the fact, like, when you showed me this list, right, I saw a crayon pop on here. I was like, all right, that's why PD is super excited about this. Then I looked at, cause I, I you know, I kind of looked at it, saw some of the names, and I guess because Epic High was right there in the front, I didn't see it, but I saw the picture, and I was like, is that Tableau? And I looked again, and I was like, Oh my fucking god. He's going to go see Epic High on the fucking hype of Born Hater? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, fucking on Shoebox? And, and, like, ah! <laughs> like, oh, it's gonna be so like, cool dude, seeing I'm Tableau so and Mithrid and, so and DJ Two Cuts, like, uh, actually, DJ yeah. Cuts actually, I'm not gonna get a chance to shine there, cause, you know, it's hip hop, like, uh, that's what, one, and that's what's gonna be so cool, cause, uh, man, hip hop forgot the DJ. Hip hop forgot, <laughs> don't forgot the DJ. Like, we have, like, yeah. all-star producers, but, like, uh, like, the fact that DJ Two Cuts is a named member of the group, is something that you only see in groups like Jurassic Five, uh, 
and other groups like that, but like, you know, you gotta remember, hip hop started with the DJ. The DJ came first, you know, and then there was an MC to hype the DJ. But when it was block parties in the, you know, in the seventies, you know, in, in like New York and, and other places, like when it was just the block parties, the DJ spinning and scratching, you know, cutting, it was that, that, that was the birth of hip hop, you know, so. Gotta love the presence of the DJ. I'm gonna see DJ Two Cuts like, uh, and you know, just kind of nail it. Ah, oh, man, Minzy. <laughs> I'm playing this video and Minzy's there. I'm like, oh. my girl. Yeah. Damn it, my bias. Dibs, didn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I remember you called dibs. Damn it. <laughs> uh, you get to have that. I'll get to see. Go see Epic High Life. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, uh, but yeah. if you ever, oh wait, hold on, right here, right now, if you go see Epic Live High, and fucking Mimsy comes out, I'm fucking murdering people, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be so fucking mad. Like, I'm, 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 I might pass out. I'm just like, I'll just like pass out, and I won't get to see the performance. I'll just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> wake up in a fucking out. ambulance. Like, is the performance over? No. All right, get out my way. <laughs> I gotta get back. <laughs> Mincy! Mincy! I love you! Sarangi! Sarangi! Mincy! Uh, but yeah. Uh, and, okay, so aside from Epic High and Crayon Pop, you know, the Pop Tushi and me is excited for Crayon Pop, and the, the music fan is, me is excited for Epic High. Some other really cool, uh, uh, acts that, I, that I'm, uh, looking forward to seeing. Uh, the Barbaras was an act that I talked about recently, which, uh, is a really cool, interesting group that they do kind of like the, the, the Motown sound and that kind of the old, you know, uh, they're the Barbarettes because they're the kind of the barber shop things and like the old, old timey, you know, sing songy stuff. And they're really cool that they're a bunch of adorable girls who sing really cool, catchy songs. And, uh, Eastern Sidekick is a really cool rock band that, uh, yeah. that I'm looking forward to checking out, you know, they're, their album, uh, is on my iTunes library and that song, Fight for Rainbow, is a fantastic track. Like, uh, they're, they're gonna be a really fantastic band to see live. Like, uh, the fact that, you know, Korean rock music is gonna get represented. Uh, and I know, I did hear, why, I could have sworn that YB was going to be another artist that was gonna be featured along this weekend, but, uh, I didn't, I don't see him here on the K-pop night out. He might yeah. be elsewhere, but that's another rock band. That's not, not my favorite Korean rock band, but you know, they're, they're out there. They're kind of a little bit more butt rocky <laughs> than I like, but, uh, and as you know, anybody kind of, who's listened to, uh, record breakers will know, not usually a fan of the butt rock. No, no, no. Uh, but they're, you know, they're doing their thing. They'll, they'll, they'll get some, they'll get some fans. Uh, and, but yeah, Eastern Sidekick is fantastic. Like they, they have a really cool sound. They have a really cool, like a uh, feel to them. And it's going to be really cool seeing them live. And I like that some like interesting off the beaten path artists are getting featured in the main K-pop night out. Cause last year they were there, you know, a band that I love and adore that's going to be coming out with a new album soon. I believe, uh, love exterior were there and they were, you know, they had the, they were, there was the Korean indie stuff that was their thing. You know, K-pop Night Out was one thing. The Korean indie stuff was, was the thing. And it, it, it was almost like you would call that the Korean answer to J- Japan night, uh, more specifically. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that they kind of, you know, in the central K-pop Night Out, like 
this is, you know, as far as Korean culture, we're going to showcase not just, uh, on, not just like idol groups or like the mainstream, but we're going to show you a really cool quirky, uh, group, idol group, uh, in Korean pop. Really, you know, legendary veterans of the Korean hip hop, uh, a veteran producer and hitchhiker who's been, you know, making music for years, uh, and really cool indie artists and really cool, like, indie rock artists, like, Eastern Sidekick, Asian Chair Shot, EE, uh, who I haven't gotten a chance to check out, but I'm looking forward. Uh, ooh, ooh, gassy. Uh, getting forward to checking out more of their, more of, uh, that duo stuff. Ah, uh, it's just so much to really like about this whole show. Like, there's gonna be so much that is just absolutely fantastic about this show. Uh, and, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't be, I couldn't be more excited. Like, this, this is gonna be epic. Uh, it's gonna be fun having to wait in line because obviously this is, you know, it's, badges are required. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote. Uh, but you know, anybody who's ever been kind of the, to South by Southwest knows how, knows how required badges are. <laughs> uh, you know, with these events. So I'm probably just gonna have to wait in line, pay 20, 10, 20 bucks of a cover charge and then get right in. Uh, and I'll probably have to go in early, but that's what I want to do anyways. <laughs> like I want to see all of this, not just Korean pop and Epic High, but I want to see all of these artists, even the ones that I don't know, like especially the ones that I don't know almost like, uh, like, cause I, I want to see all these artists and I want to see the whole presentation because I imagine it's going to be excited. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be so much fun. I'm excited, Kaz. I'm hyped. I know. I'm excited for you. I, I, I want their, I, I, man, like I told everyone, follow the Hollyujuku Twitter, follow PD Rave on Instagram, cause yeah. he, he's gonna go, he's gonna represent the Hollyujuku brand, the Hollyujuku fans, you know, out yeah. there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to make myself one, my own Hollyujuku t-shirt just so I can walk around with it on. Like, yeah. what's Hollyujuku? Well, it's this <laughs> podcast that I do. Here's my card. <laughs> and I have business cards. They're right here. Good man. I'm a good man. Uh, I'm prepared. I'm making a lot of noise, but I'm prepared. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, and I look forward to that. Just, yeah, like I said, follow me on Instagram, follow the Halajuku, uh, Twitter, and you'll, you'll keep an eye out for that. But speaking of things going on in the future and things to follow, Kaz, what do you got going on in your neck of the woods? <laughs> right now, it's a lot of art shit. Um, uh, like I said, I'm working on some awesome new visuals for Halajuku. Hopefully they're good. I don't know. I've showed, I've shown some of them to PD. Uh, we have a really good artist working on them, and I'll let you know more about that person and the shit that we're working on, um, for, for the show in itself to make it look more fun and presentable for the YouTube viewers out there. Um, because I think we got the audio part pretty covered. Yeah, <laughs> um, much. but. Um, and, and in the new year, we have some ideas for some new segments, just new styles of the show. The show kind of is this project for me and PD to kind of show our love and passion for K-pop. And I think we got that part across. So now it's time to kind of make it a little bit more presentable, a little bit more stylistic of what, what we had envisioned in mind, um, when we decided to mic test our love for K-pop, which is how the like, show started. It was like when I when I had the new mics, it was like, oh, hey, want to bullshit a pilot for a K-pop podcast? It's like, oh. 
<laughs> and it's you know I, yeah. I knew you were moving down as like I was like oh, let's do it and then it, you know Halajuku was born <laughs> and that episode was almost immediately released because it was just fun uh, it yeah. was terrible but it was fun <laughs> yeah we started out terribly but it was fun. <laughs> and I mean then that's how a lot of these things go and and as we said we are we are not gonna wide you the promises that we make we will try to keep uh, we're gonna try to bring back Halajuku talks uh, more like the format that we had it um, and kind of doing just, you know, more stuff and, and trying to get more J pop in that, that is yeah. our, our goal for the new years to get more J pop into the show because it's half of the title. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's kanji down there for goodness sake. Right. Um, so I, I looked up yeah. that kanji. I looked up Harajuku on Wikipedia and for, 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 for a reason. Because I yeah. wanted to be, I wanted to be inclusive, and not just because I wanted to talk about Kiari Pami Pami. So that right. was a big factor. Um, um, so that that's kind of what I'm working on right now is doing stuff for the show, doing stuff for the other shows that I'm a part of to make them more fun and just presentable, and just bring us a better feel and appeal uh-huh. to the show. Over oh god, now I'm getting burpy. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah. That's it. That's what I'm working on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please and always, if you like this show, go over to iTunes, rate it on iTunes, subscribe, listen, do all those things, tell friends to listen. If you got a friend you want to get them into K-pop, we will be your guides. Just ask us and we'll help you out. Um, other than that, like I said, follow PD's Twitter, follow the Hollywood Twitter, follow him on Instagram. Go over to the name that's on that card, PD Rave. Go over to rebelli.net for other great podcasts such as this. Uh, and that's about it for us over here at uh-huh. Hollywood Good day. Good that's tidings. Hasta los huevos. Anyo. Anyo.